and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And today's brand, Michigan State University Federal Credit Union, is absolutely leaving their audience wanting more. So many great innovations. We're going to talk to Ben Maxim after the break about his career, about the laser focus this credit union has on its audience, the Michigan State University community, and of course, the lab at MSU FCU. It is a center for innovation that brings agility, collaboration, and drive together to turn ideas into advanced financial technologies. And since it's a show about applying musical principles to your banking brand, you could say that they do this to find harmony between all of the parts of their great live performance that they put on each and every day up in the great state of Michigan. So we're looking forward to that. This is our last regular episode of the year. We'll be going into year 12 in 2022. We'll have our online Christmas concert next week, and then we're off until January. And I want to encourage everyone to tune in next week. Just enjoy some Christmas music that you're not going to hear anywhere else and just uh, turn off the social media for a few minutes and just breathe out. It is absolutely, undeniably, and incontrovertibly true that this thing we've been through, COVID-19, deserves its place right alongside the other great cataclysmic moments in our shared American history. Every 80 years or so, there is some culture-changing, multi-generational defining event, the revolution, 80 years later, the Civil War, 80 years later, World War II, and 80 years later, here it is, COVID-19. And here we go into our you know, second year, ending our second year of dealing with all of this. I encourage all of you, just breathe out, relax, get focused on your tactical and strategic plans in 2022, and leave your audience wanting more. We're going to head up the road to Michigan to visit with Ben Maxim, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 11 years, conference quality information without the rubber chicken dinner, the boring speaker who looks so good in the brochure, and without the expense report. This is the Power Performance Podcast. Don't look now. Here comes the Spartan Marching Band as we head up to East Lansing, Michigan to visit with Ben Maxson. He is the Vice President of Digital Strategy and Innovation. Hey, Ben. Welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it is so good to have you. So tell us a little bit about your career in banking. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I went to Michigan State for uh, undergrad and uh, was a member of Michigan State University Federal Credit Union uh, for the whole time I was there. Uh, when I graduated with my degree and uh, so I did have a computer science degree, then moved on to a program that was more uh, web-based, uh, telecommunication information studies and media. Uh, and as I was looking for a job in the height of the, maybe not the height, but the beginning of the 
uh, Great Recession. Uh, you know, didn't think that a tech job would exist at a credit union, but came across uh, a web developer position at MSU Federal Credit Union after I graduated. And uh, honestly, it was kind of the perfect job opportunity to, to get started. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll give this a try and see how it works out. And uh, 14 and a half years later, I'm still there. I've done a number of different uh, mini careers along the way. One of those mini careers occurred when Ben went to a conference and was learning about JavaScript and all these cool things. Well, it was about 30 days after Apple announced the App Store. And so, of course, a mobile app was something that every big credit union needed, and Ben was ready for that as well. Uh, so I went and did the whole iPhone development track and was like, this is amazing. We should do this and came back uh, – Came back home to East Lansing and pitched the idea to April that we would build our own iPhone app, and she was immediately on board and you know helped to support uh, the uh, option for us to build that out. Uh, so that was kind of the start of uh, what led to my eventual you know position that I have now at the credit union. Um, but we we built our own iPhone app, we built our own online banking, uh, we had a vendor product that went end of life, and we decided that in order to control the experience. Uh, and really be responsive to our members' feedback, we would we would do it all. Um, so nice. we spent the next several years building out online banking, iOS, Android came along uh, as we were doing that. Um, we built out some cool things uh, in, in those channels. We built a shopping cart experience for adding products and services uh, to your wallet instead of your shopping cart. We also did a member-to-member payment solution that's very similar to, you know, Venmo or PayPal. Right. It's in our walls. The money moves instantly. We worked with a uh, startup to uh, conversationally a startup to create a chatbot. Uh, if you go to msfg.org, you can see Fran there. So yep. Fran was created and launched uh, in 2019. Uh, we saw, oh, great, we're going to start up. We'll have us up and running in three months. Excellent. Very easy. Um, we learned along the way, though, in those first three months that we don't know how to work with a startup, and we're more used to more established partners uh, with huge technology portfolios and all the right documents and legal and everything's easy to sign on. Right. Um, so, you know, it took us 10 months. We still got it out pretty quickly for us, um, but really we learned in that moment that we needed to have someone focus on innovation and focus on working with these startups. And so Ben was tapped to be that person in January of 2020, and of course, two months later, COVID-19 hit. And it would have been very easy for Michigan State University Federal Credit Union just to shut down that program and ride out COVID-19, but Ben explained that's not what they did. Uh, Innovation was the way we were going to navigate COVID and how we are going to come out on the other side stronger and better. And, of course, with the branches being closed in Michigan, one of the things that they did right away was they found a a great vendor for video chat, video banking, and they launched that during COVID-19. took about five months, and it it went really well, as you can tell from their survey results. And there's an end-of-interaction survey. 97% of those were positive in sentiment. So very easy decision to move that forward and make that an official channel to communicate with credit unions still in place today. Uh, it's expanding and scaling uh, as as we we uh, expand the offering and get a little bit more settled with it. I encourage you to visit the website for the credit union. It's right there in the episode description. One thing I love about this brand, Michigan State University Federal Credit Union, is you can tell from the second you land on their website, they are laser focused on their audience, the community of Michigan State University, and I asked Ben to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. So we were founded uh, out of a, a desk drawer in 1937, out of the depths of the deep, uh, Great Depression, uh, by a couple of uh, MSU faculty members. 
uh, back then, if you wanted a loan, every, you know, now I don't know how many members there were, but you know, the, the board of directors or some of the members, they would ask them to bring in money, put them on deposit, and then they would make a loan out for whatever it needed to be. So kind of an interesting experience for that, where that started. Um, but we've, we've had MSU at the, the heart of us for forever. Um, we were, you know, initially the Michigan State or Michigan Agricultural College, um, but right. state employee, Michigan State College uh, Employees Credit Union originally. We became MSUFDU, I think, in the late 70s. Um, but, you know, in all that time, you know, we were serving the faculty primarily. Uh, we have a lot of relationships on campus. Then we added the students, I think, in the, the 1980s. Uh, and then we also focus on the alumni. We've had uh, alumni uh, credit card offering uh, for, for as long as I can remember as well. Um, so primarily focused on students and, you know, that's, that's our growth strategy, uh, supporting the faculty with some specialty products based on their experience at the university. We try to support as much as we can uh, in, you know, the Michigan State University campus. As Michigan State spread throughout the state, we've joined them as they've expanded into Grand Rapids and Traverse City. Uh, where we also have a co-brand with Oakland University and support them as well, but they get a different branding that's gold and black that matches their colors. Michigan right. State used to have a Rochester Hills campus, or Auburn Hill, Rochester uh, campus, uh, Auburn Hills campus, you know, and that, that was, is what ended up becoming Oakland, so that's how we have the relationship there. But, yeah, yeah. highly focused on MSU. We support the students. We support the athletic events. Uh, we have uh, the, uh, a nil contract with a number, uh, the women's basketball team. Uh, we're not sure of the officialness of this, but we were the first to support uh, a women, a women a female athletes in that way. Um, awesome. So, you know, it's been exciting to be able to, to support the university in a number of different ways. We have an endowment uh, scholarship. We support the Wharton Center, which brings Broadway quality plays and musicals to, to campus. Uh, we also support uh, the School of Music quite a bit, and then also... Uh, the Broad uh, Art Museum that was opened a few years ago. I told Ben that it takes a lot to get me to what I call stop the scroll. When you're just scrolling through LinkedIn and then something stops you. Well, something stopped me, and it was this innovation called the lab at Michigan State University Federal Credit Union. I asked him, tell us about that. Yep. So officially it's the lab at MSFCU, but the lab for short, because we couldn't trademark just the lab. Um, so the lab is a place for us to engage with uh, the, the university campus. We have projects we do with uh, the senior uh, computer science program. We've been sponsoring them for a number of years uh, with a project where they actually create some cool things in machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, voice banking, different things like that. Um, we partner with our members to be part of the design process, uh, the product development process. Uh, as we have ideas, as we have fintechs that, or other startups that have products and ideas, uh, we put them forward to uh, the members that interact with us in that uh, channel, the lab. Um, so right now, you know, it started in COVID, launched in fall of 2020, so most of it's been virtual. We've had, um, we have 500 members on a, a panel, and then we've had about uh, roughly 2,800 other members go through and participate in a pilot in some capacity over the, the first 18 months we've been uh, officially online. Um, but really, it's a way for our employees to engage and learn how to serve our, our members with these new uh, innovative uh, ideas, products, channels. So some are established fintech partners. Uh, some are ideas that we have at the credit union. We have a way to solicit ideas from all employees. Uh, there's a process for them to submit their ideas, uh, for other employees to contribute to the ideas and kind of end up forming a team uh, to work on the idea and proof it out and get it in front of members to see, you know, is it something that they'll actually use and is it something that, you know, is financially viable, you know, members actually want to use it, 
uh, we can support it, uh, and employees are able to, to learn how to do it before it gets out there. Um, a lot of times we would spend, you know, 10 months, a year on a project or longer, and by the time it got out, maybe we missed market opportunity. Uh, maybe it was something that we thought would be great, members told us it would be great, but then when it is actually time to use it, you know, 10% of the projected members actually ended up using it. So this is our way for us to try right. something uh, in a risk-mitigated way uh, to ensure that members are actually going to use the thing we're going to put out. And if they're not, it's okay. We learned, you know, what we were doing wrong with it. Maybe we can present it a different way. Or maybe this isn't the thing. It's the wrong market, the wrong time. Yeah. Uh, and then we capture our learnings from that and put it on the shelf for maybe a, a new opportunity when it's another future. time. But yeah. It gives us the opportunity to try things, try things without huge investment. So we can spend $20,000 to learn that we don't need to spend $2 million on this thing or the other way around. Uh, we're, you know, positive side, we spend 20000 to find out that this $2 million contract over 10 years is the perfect thing for us to do for our members. Well, I think it's great. You know, like I always tell people, you know, marketing and deployment without, you know, serious experimentation and research is actually called gambling. And that money doesn't belong to the credit <laughs> union. It belongs to the member owners. It belongs to the members. The credit exactly. union. And I think that that's one of the things I loved about about the lab as I was doing my research for this session. Hey, uh, we're, you're the last guest of the 2021, by the way. We don't have a guest for our final show of the year. We do an online music event. Um, and so I wanted okay. to ask yeah. you, looking forward yep. to 2020, are you looking forward to 2022? And tell us why. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, 2022 is going to be a very exciting year. Hopefully, you know, with vaccines and other things, we, we move further away from COVID. Some of the things I wanted to do with the lab uh, would be to go on campus and talk to students in between classes and, you know, really, you know, engage with them face-to-face -face and really show them what we're working on. It allows us to get a whole other level of engagement in that, that lab experience. Um, we are uh, also looking at some, some interesting things, uh, kind of from a – how does banking evolve and change? You know, I think we're going to, I think conversational AI is going to be a huge part. So we have our, our chatbot. Um, we want to get a little more proactive, make that chatbot uh, kind of like your, your guide to your interactions with us. Um, similar to how Google's the entry point to the internet, you know, the, Fran, our chatbot should be the entry point to the credit union in a digital sense. She can help you uh, get where you need to go you, and help I, you. I loved yeah. I loved the Fran concept when I saw it. And let me tell you why real quick, and forgive me, because yeah. uh, I'm kind of coming out of character here. But uh, when I started Eloquent Online, when I started Eloquent Online back in 2005, that was the whole point of it, was that when you went to one of these static websites, instead of just seeing mm -hmm. words, you would see somebody, a real person, a video, sort of welcoming yeah. you to the online branch and giving you sort of like, if yeah. you're looking to apply for a loan, click here, like with your hands, like the Vanna White style, sort of yeah. like the concierge yeah. at the front end yeah. of the experience, the way you would meet anybody else at a branch, because yeah. I thought the website, that's just your online exactly. branch. And so I, I love the brand concept. I think that's I think that's great. And yeah, I'm looking forward to a great 2022 as well. One thing I know about banking is that a lot of times we use the banking brands that our parents did. So it makes a lot of sense oh, to be yeah. taking good care of your member owners because you want their kids to join the credit union. But we also sometimes pass on our musical loves as parents to our children. And you told me off the air that that happened to you, that even though you're a millennial, you're into some really cool 1980s bands. Tell us about that and your daughter's favorite song. 
Yeah, so absolutely. So, you know, really into Journey and Foreigner and Ario Speedwagon and Queen. Uh, but my daughter and I were listening to some music in the car about a year ago. Uh, put on uh, Ario Speedwagon, uh, Keep on Loving You, and she fell in love with it. And all the time we get in the car now, and she says, put on my favorite rock and roll song. And she's jamming out to it in the, the back seat. Um, and she uh, told grandparents about it. She makes Alexa play it for everybody. And she's just, you know, she closes her eyes and just loves that song. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, tell her she can say if she wants to hear Daddy's voice on the uh, on the Alexa tonight. Uh oh, she's gonna come on whenever you say it. You can just say Alexa, play the Power Performance Podcast on TuneIn. There you go. And after a few minutes <laughs> of uh, self-grandizing setup by the host, you'll get to hear Dad's voice on the podcast. I think that's great. That song, man, that's back in the day. That's the song where the girls would be off in the corner at the dance crying or couples would be reuniting <laughs> on the dance floor. Yeah. That When I hear that song, I am zoop, zapped back like a time machine to a completely different place and time before computers and Wi-Fi and smartphones and chatbots and everything else. Uh, I, I love that story when you told me about it. Ben, I want to congratulate you and the entire team at the Credit Union, Michigan State University Federal Credit Union. You have built a beautiful, elegant, functional brand, and I have no doubt you all going to leave your audience wanting more and more of what you guys do. Uh, Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and yours, Ben. Thank you so much for joining us on the Power Performance Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed the conversation. Oh, it was really great. What a great way to wrap up the final regular episode of the year, 2021. Folks, as we used to say back in the Army, uh, this credit union, Michigan State University Federal Credit Union, just absolutely wire tight, just a master class in understanding who your audience is and the dynamic banking marketplace that we are all living in right now. As I've said many, many times on the show, COVID-19 compressed 10 years of inevitable changes into one. And are you keeping up with it? Because it is banking world circa December 20. 31. And thanks to guys like Ben and the entire team up at, up at Michigan State University Federal Credit Union, they are not just keeping up with the times. They're way ahead of it because they're focused on innovation and finding ways to provide their banking products and services to their audience of member owners quicker, faster, and more efficiently and never losing sight of the fact that it's not their money something that a lot of credit unions and a lot of credit union trades need to be reminded of. So great, great interview, Ben, a young guy with a very bright future ahead of him. Hey, my name is Jason Dice, and I want to thank you for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And I want to send a shout out to Ben's daughter. Hey, Emma, you picked the perfect song to close the show with. Young Emma, this one's for you. You should have seen by the look in my eyes, baby. There was something missing. You should have known by the tone of my voice, baby. What you did. Thank you.